Go ahead and explain what it is so listeners who maybe aren't familiar with critical race theory, intersectionality are. Why is it so undermining and so unbiblical? Yeah, well, these things come out of the, the world of sociology and legal theory, these ideas. Um, there's there's a history that goes back to Marxism. That's where the, the origins are. You know, Karl Marx, Max Engels viewed the world in terms of of the haves and the have-nots. So classic Marxism is materialistic, and it's the the people who uh, are the producers who do the work and those who have their hands on the levers of power who get the rewards from that work. So they're the owners and they're the workers, and they believe the workers would rise up and overthrow the owners ultimately. Well, uh, some of Marx's disciples saw that that didn't happen in England. It didn't happen in America. Uh, places where it did happen was very, very bloody. And so they said, what went wrong? And they developed a theory that was still Marxist, but was more sociological. That it's not haves and have nots. It's oppressed and oppressors. And so that's the way you view the world between these these different Groups, however, they're identified. You have oppressors and those who are oppressed. Critical race theory uh, is basically a movement that is committed to not just studying uh, race relationships and racism, but to transforming relationships along the lines of race and power. Richard Delgado and Gene Stefanczyk, whose book was highly recommended. Um, by Jarvis Williams, who's a New Testament professor at Southern Seminary, said every Christian ought to read this book so that we can understand race relations better and get a, you know, get a leg up on what's going on. Their book's called Critical Race Theory and Introduction. It, it says that critical race theory is trying to change the social situation that we find ourselves in in the nation today, not just by understanding how society organizes itself along hierarchies and power structures and racial lines, but to transform that. And so embedded in this theory is the idea that there is oppressed classes and oppressive classes, and that the oppressive classes need to be overthrown if there's going to be justice shown to the oppressed classes. So there are presuppositions that if you are not a part of the oppressed class or classes, then you are complicit in the oppressive class mm. or classes and that you are a part of the problem. Uh, it's all relationships are understood in terms of power dynamics, those who are marginalized and those who are privileged, uh, those who have the power and those who do not have the power. And the structures that exist in society have been designed to keep those who have power in power, to keep those without power out of power, to keep those who are oppressors where they can continue to oppress to their advantage and to keep the oppressed in uh, oppression to their disadvantage. And racism or race then is looked at with uh, through this lens and it's, oh, okay, we've got to overthrow the structures. We've got to deconstruct society if we're really going to deal with racism as a problem. Well, there's so many things wrong with that. I mean, it doesn't view the world the way the Bible tells us to view the world. The Bible doesn't tell us to look at relationships primarily in terms of power dynamics. The, the most significant relationship we have in all the world is our relationship with God. When we're all creatures, and so there is a commonality that we share as creatures. As Christians, we have a greater commonality through the blood of Jesus Christ, being that we are in union with him and therefore in union with one another. And the racial divides, the ethnic divides, the 
socioeconomic divides that would normally keep us apart have been destroyed. And that's what Paul argues in Ephesians chapter 2, that this dividing wall of hostility has been brought down by the cross of Jesus Christ. And he's taken the two people, Jews and Gentiles, he's speaking of there, but it applies across the board, and he's made of them one new man, one new humanity. Critical race theory ignores that, makes no room for that, and says, no, you are implicitly racist. So Robin D'Angelo, who's very much a proponent of this, says we need to quit asking the question of, am I a racist, and start asking the question, how am I a racist? 